Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gotham 2 Tokyo Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Tony, and today we have more of what you want. Today, our special guest is Spism, and we will be talking to them later. So now, at the top of the show, I'm going to leave you with their new single, Before You Die. Shine above all things it blights You've reached that point in life When nothing's in your sights Time for making right Thoughts seem in slight You only want to feel You did things right That was Spism with Before You Die. And today, as I said, is the first episode of the second season. And starting this season, I have a new co-host, Matthew of Fave Riot. Matthew, can you introduce yourself? Thank you for the warm intro, Tony. So my name is Matthew. And as Tony said, my music project is Fave Riot. I'm a singer-songwriter currently living in Chiba, Japan, and just trying to live the dream and play music. And Try to have a good time. Matthew and myself are co-workers, and we work together at Messina Records. And now we are doing the second season of this podcast together. Super stoked to be a part of this. It's super fun to be talking to musicians and just being around music, especially with a really cool music scene in Japan. 
So today, as I said, we have an interview with Spism, who are a Chicago slash Tokyo based synthcore band. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. But now, here is Ginger May with Cocoon. As promised, our interview with Spism. They're really fun guys. Hope you enjoy. The Gotham to Tokyo podcast. Cool. Okay, so 
Yeah, yeah, and we're also <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's, it's coffee time for you. Sorry, man. <laughs> hey, it might it might be spiked, you know. <laughs> some some Baileys. <laughs> I've got a coffee Silver beer in the fridge. Silver bullets. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so thank you guys so much for joining us today. Really, thank you. You are the first guest on the second season of the show, which oh. is pretty funny. The last episode was almost exactly one year ago today. Like, oh wow. Yeah. A lot happened in that year. I used to do this by myself. Now I got Matthew. He's my co-host. He's working with me. So how have you guys been doing? How's life? Busy. Busy. Very what busy. Doing? What, what have you been doing? Uh, I, I'll start. Yeah. I mean, I've been uh, through the pandemic to present. I have a full-time mm. job. I, I sell coffee in Chicago wow. at an artisanal roaster. Um, through the pandemic, just been as release, I have a practice space in the city. I live right outside the city. And um, it's, it's been, I just, I just, you know, it's like I've been dumpster year of, you know, dumpster fire year. Oh yeah. I have family at home with me. So little guys and just need to, just need to get out and play. Exactly. So we started a project two years ago. It's one song before you die. I've been, we, we were going to put it out anyway. And just, it, things just exploded on us. Right. We've been really, I think a lot of the pandemic has been a catalyst for, um, for a lot of creativity. So, oh. That's fantastic. Busy making music. Yeah. Pablo, how about you? Same here. Yeah. Well, um, just, you know, had a baby. Wow. Congratulations. Um, she's, she's what? Thank you. Well, she's now, what, 19 months? Hmm. Um, so been busy with that. And this whole project, basically, um, I've taken... <sighs> I've, I've been trying to mix this whole thing. So a lot of late nights, uh, huge learning curve. Um, as David mentioned, uh, you know, we, we, we've been doing this remotely. Uh, he has a rehearsal space out there. Um, I'm basically just have a computer here at home. Um, and that's how we've been doing this thing for how long have you been doing this, Dave? Yeah. I mean, like a year and a half, we've been working on this. Yeah. About that. Right. I think I think it's like noteworthy that you know we we like to joke that like I've been recording and making mm -hmm. music and he's been uh, mixing so we actually haven't been playing our instruments as much. Right. Like, I'm like I just want to play the drums. Uh, like, I, I just want to play the bass. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's working yeah. towards mixing his bass into these songs. Yeah, I haven't you know, actually just... played bass probably like what in a year I feel like. Well, ever since yeah, like everything locked down. Mm. Um, yeah, probably longer than that. I haven't been out. I haven't gone to any sessions or even actually played bass on this album as of yet. I mean, like a couple little test runs here and there. Um, but yeah, so the album you still has... to rock that thing, man? <laughs> I don't know. I think so. <laughs> so can you guys tell me a little bit about how like you got together, how you started this whole project together? Yeah. Uh, Pablo, when we just kick it in. Yeah, go for it, man. So when I moved to Chicago in 2002, um, I, was, I came to play. I, just, I graduated from college and I was ready to jump in the pond. I actually was thinking New York or Chicago. So I ended up moving to Chicago and, um, and uh, I had a jam session. I responded to an ad hmm. and, I, and I met Pablo at this jam session. And, wow. you know, it's like, well, I, like, there's like this whole backstory with this night, but like, it was literally like, I, did, I literally was like playing all this jazz. I'm just getting really bored. Hmm. And I was like, what the fuck, you know, like, and uh, Pablo was just hanging out like with his hoodie on in the corner all shady, like with his upright bass and a bottle of Bacardi or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like are you gonna, I was getting so tired of playing these standards. And I was like, are you gonna play that thing or what? Mm -hmm. I was like this, like this badass, like mysterious guy in the corner. So eventually he ended up, I guess he got persuaded by his friends to do it or drank enough Bacardi or whatever. Yeah. And he, he comes over and like, he's like, what do you wanna do? I'm like, drum and bass, dude. He's like, really? And so we started, we started jamming and the whole place lit up. It was just like this party exploded mm. the way I see it. Like, you know, like it probably didn't happen this way, but like MCs were like started rapping over it and all that stuff. But it was actually just him and I playing for a long time, wow. nonstop. Um, and we ended up, we ended up forming like this kind of project. Uh, I called it Spism at the time. Yep. And um, Bob, you want to jump into here? What do you think? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was just like one of those um, I've been going to these uh, sessions uh, for, for a long time. They're like my friends. Um, and basically it was just like a bunch of musicians, mm. um, you know, just get together. Um, mm. you've had, you know, like all kinds of drummers, bass players, uh, and it was, it was a lot of like, like he was saying, like uh, a lot of jazz, right. you know, fusion, you know, some like really like 
heavy hitters. Mm. Um, and I just kind of like the time I like, you know, broke up my girlfriend. I was all like sad and blah. And like, you know, so I wasn't like really like I brought my bass. My buddy was like, dude, just bring your bass. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just kind of hanging out. Um, and when I first met David, um, I thought like um, that he was like some sort of DJ or like a beat producer kind of a guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't even know that he was a drummer. Um, right. And since I was like chilling, like this place is like really cool building. Um mm-hmm in chicago and and like you know we're we're, we're hanging out on the rooftop mm-hmm. so you kind of hear what's going on and then my buddy was like um you know hey you, you gotta check this guy out you know and i kind of peeked in there and i was like oh holy shit you know but i thought that he just wanted to do jazz you know and like even though i had an upright bass mm-hmm. um i actually was playing more like i don't know all kinds of different stuff but jazz cool. so okay. i i didn't know like how to play jazz so i was kind of like a little bit intimidated <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I'm just hang all my friends okay. in the rooftop and then that's when he approached me he's like you know hey are you gonna play this thing i'm like ah <laughs> no you know so finally mm-hmm. you know i got in there with him and and just like how he how he said it you know he's like hey what do you want to play or you know and he was like oh drum and bass i was like oh really I'm like let's do it so like once we started we just didn't stop um and then yeah so like uh there was like some mcs uh it was actually mm-hmm. jared jared hammer um he just um started rapping other people were like chiming in you know like but it was like the focus was like uh, it was just him and i like for me obviously you know i didn't care what was going around and and what i noticed with him was that whatever i did because we were obviously improvising right he just didn't stop you know and when i thought that something would stop or change or if 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 i thought that i made a mistake or whatever like he would just kind of go with it and it would just mm. kind of go into this other idea and we just didn't stop man i mean it felt like forever maybe <laughs> it was only like 30 minutes you know what i mean like but um it was moving you know very high pace um mm. uh, you know buck 80 bpms you know he, he wow. was just laying down the the break beats man and um it was wow. great that and is that's great. how we met that's a cool that's a cool origin story <laughs> Was and the then we love. We met your friends. <laughs> <laughs> was the uh, was the bottle Bacardi Fifty One? <laughs> no, it was just like um, at the time, like it was. Uh, so we all went like together, like as a group. So we all just kind of pitched in on that. Yeah. yeah, it was like a big ass bottle, and like that's all we had though. Like we didn't have anything else. Like, oh, man. We all just bought it, you know, like we're just all sipping out One of, of it. Nights. It was just, yeah, it was just whatever. We like to joke that we like both like we, we at that time we were both coming out of like two failed relationships mm. and it like spawned this creativity we had to get together because mm. you know, Pablo and I, you just you know getting to know us, but we're very different people, as you probably can tell, coming from different parts of the world. And um, it's, it's unlikely that we met and unlikely that we um, were able to fuse this thing and that it came through. But mm. it's it's formed this like un, un, undisputable like indisputable like weird right. chemistry that's beautiful. Yeah. It's spawned almost twenty years now. Yeah, right. Of course, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, and, could you tell ahead. me a little bit about the the early days? How it was? Were you trying to make you know make EPs, make albums, stuff like that? You were just playing shows and stuff like that. What was it like in the beginning mm. of the band? All of the above. Yeah, we were, we were, uh, we would spend, it's kind of funny, like to the intro, that, that little story kind of sets it perfectly. Because a lot of times we would get together when we really kicked it in to full gear, we would get together at like, we'd meet at like 11 or 12 and it's played till like three or four in the morning. Uh-huh. And that kind of like, and just like, and just sheer improvisation. And that ended up kind of spawning how we, we our battlegrounds when we played live shows. For instance, uh-huh. one of our first areas we go to, Southern Illinois, is a college called SIU. And we got invited down there. One of our first shows was on tour mm. and we played a basement party. It was like a mm. hundred people keg party or something. And that went to like six in the morning, you know, and that became like our, our battlegrounds where we would wow. like, we would have parties where we would have shows where like, it was just, I would be like about, about like a pile of sweat afterwards, you know, like, like <laughs> literally jello to like playing beats all night. Yeah. Um, and we would, but we would like, we would like morph from like a DJ would um, between live and drum and bass into like mm. these samples from my rolling pad. Um, and oh, okay. there would be a time for ride break mm. or maybe Pablo would give the bass to someone in the crowd. Like we mm. done all sorts of crazy stuff, but like it was a lot of it was like, it was pre pre digital really. So we were doing a lot of CDs, you know, okay. we had a tour. Um, wow. we would try to get out of Chicago as much as possible. Uh, to this day, look, we're going to Japan. We're not going to play in Chicago. Yeah. So, 
yeah i think it, of, it, in the yeah, beginning in the, in the beginning um it, it was about that like when he asked me to come and and meet with him mm-hmm. at first the i think i think like the first few times it didn't work out because he had a really small rehearsal space he had a huge drum set like all kinds of symbols and stuff <laughs> and, and and i showed up with like a little little combo amp right yeah. and an upright bass which is not ideal yeah, and, and this guy's just blasting like diesel boy he's like hey check this out look what i can play and i'm kind of in the corner i'm like well you know what am i supposed to do with this right. you know because it, it was just so crazy it wasn't like in that first right. initial environment like where we right. you know it was bigger party mm-hmm. scene yeah. um and and it just like it didn't work out at mm-hmm. first um and and i think you you were working with another bass player for a little while yeah. and then after that you know he hit me up again and, and i was like doing some other things more like whatever grungy shit or whatever hardcore stuff um and uh and he hit me up again he was like hey man you know i i want you to come back man because i'm not getting the same feeling that you know with these other people and i think that's when like i came back and, and this kind of happened like multiple times but we wouldn't really say anything i mean we kind of talk before we would go in the room and then once we went into the room before we knew it you know it would be like 2 30 in, in the morning and it, it would it would seem like it's kind of weird um and it, re- it only really happens when i play with him that you know i would think that it's probably like 30 minutes that we you know we were playing it felt like 30 minutes but it it's it has been hours man wow. you know and and then and then we would just kind of talk about it afterwards and just say goodbye and then we would meet again and and that's kind of like how uh, it, it initially started right. and then david you could kind of take it from there when when you actually decided like hey man i want to make a band out of this like i really want to do something with this did you guys have a question we don't have to we can pause it well no i, I mean i heard uh i hear a lot of different sounds and influences coming from both of you and your stories and stuff so i want to know like in the beginning, what sort of influences did you have putting this all together? That's pretty interesting to me because it's kind of funny. When I moved from Baltimore, I, I came up with the, the I was always like putting band names down, right? Like the mm. cool band names you write down. And I had this band name, Spism. I thought it was kind of cool and like kind of comes from spastic or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, when I moved to Chicago, I met Pablo and our original idea, Pablo likes to joke that I was trying to start a 15 piece band that had like DJ and guitar and all that <laughs> ah. shit. And, and I'm like, no, I don't want to start a, I don't want to start 311 ska band. I want to, but it was, but it, my idea was I was coming from free jazz. I'm a wow. free jazz player. I was, I'm college, I'm, I'm, I'm college taught drums, musician for life. And I, I was, and I, I really wanted to mix that with um, like IDM and like jungle and drum and bass, which was like really exciting uh-huh. for me to do okay. on the drums, which was kind of like a new thing in Baltimore at the time. Mm. Um, and, um, and then, and also, and also with hardcore and punk. So these three and metal, all those three things fused together are my main influences. Mm. so when i started spism my idea was and it being just one person which is pretty funny but mm. like i was going to be like bass guitar sax vocalist wow. dj and drum this yeah. kind of like weird you know this this weird new hybrid like uh-huh. electroacoustic band so that's insane it's <laughs> incredible so <laughs> i think what pop was getting to and uh, thank you and and um, I th- what pop was getting to was like when it, he's like you want to play with just me like we decided this drum and bass unit was like so liberating like, oh, I had no right. idea a drum and bass unit could be like that because mm. I never did it in Baltimore. It's always like always guitar players and stuff. Uh-huh. And it turns out like this the original jam session, it's like everyone else. It's not like it's not like other musicians are, are not important. It's just that in this in this unit, mm. this chemistry is, is so pertinent to have just the, like the, the tight drum and bass. And you can do so much with that. You can feature the rhythm section. And it's very of interesting. Course. It's powerful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was just like, I mean, we talk about like styles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just the way like um, his drumming was, it was relentless. Um, it just didn't stop. It was constantly moving. And, you know, for me, it was like, I was just able to, I had the freedom to just do anything. Like I, I could do no wrong, you know, in, in my mind, I don't, I don't know if it sounds any good, but, you know, it, it was just like a bunch of just freedom. And right. I just really, it, it's kind of like, I was just reacting to his drums and he was reacting to my bass and just back and forth. Like think of it kind of like a street fight. You know what I mean? We're just trading blows back and forth. And then, you know, afterwards, again, you know, after playing for like an hour nonstop, you're like, Oh my God, that was great. You know, see you next week. (laughs) Fully fight club. 
Yeah, <laughs> and, and and it was great, and it was great because you know during during those uh, those sessions, you know, um, mm. we would kind of remember like, hey, do you remember you were doing that? You know, that little thing. So right. I think that's how kind of songs started shaping and, okay. and forming. So then when we actually played live, I think the you know the very first shows. Um, we had ideas for like, you know, maybe like a riff idea, um, you know, a couple ideas within, within a movement, um, mm -hmm. but it was all pretty much improvised, you know what I mean? So we could kind of take yeah. that, let's say we have a riff, right? right, um, right. And that could be played like on top of like a breakbeat, it right. could be like hardcore, it could be punk, right. it could like drop down to uh reggae you know you name it or free jazz you know it, it could just go anywhere and and that's pretty much like what we would build upon in the beginning because we, we again we didn't have you know all this technology it was just literally like very just dry you know drums and just the bass amp and i think i had a pedal or something you know what i mean but other than that it was just like it was just that yeah wow that's that's i mean to me that's a pretty eclectic kind of mix of music i think a lot of, mm. yeah. So you, you mentioned the whole CDs for, this is before the digital age, obviously. So were you, how were you making these CDs? Like what were you were recording your songs, putting like burning them onto the discs or how was that working? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we, um, we went, uh, I knew of a guy cause I was working with, um, uh, in another band and I knew a recording studio um, mm -hmm. and basically like we we couldn't afford anything so um, we did I think our first recording it was all just in one shot like I think wow. we did it like in, in like an hour or two like it was just wow. like boom there it is. We, we haven't had great just successes. perfect first prism yeah yeah just, just <laughs> and, out, kind of like do it live right yeah the, the, the guy didn't even like mix it. I tried to, I didn't even know how to use a computer. I still don't, right. you know, when it comes to mixing and stuff, but um, right. just did what we could. And we actually, yeah. So like right. we, we, we copied the CDs by hand. We, we didn't have like the dual, whatever uh, mm -hmm. CD recorders. And we, we put the sticker, you know, we printed everything out. Like um, that's how we did it. Yeah. And we made shirts. That's, that's yeah. not <laughs> that's pretty cool yeah i missed i kind of missed those days a little bit mm, that was great i do i remember when i was i was 16 i started i just decided one day i was going to make a cd so i just started this i forget what it was called like a black metal band like mm. panzer cult or some stupid name like that <laughs> <laughs> i went on google and i found like a picture put it into like a cd like box and i just right recorded it by myself i was like oh look i have a cd and people are like what what is this garbage what are you doing so. and it's funny like it is it's, it's what you're saying like it's it's super interesting because like before digital obviously like you had to get the music to people yeah right? unless you had some kind of like radio break which is like, yeah you know so like yeah i mean we would we would tour a lot i mean we, we went right. to mid, around the midwest quite a bit and like we would always just that was a big you finish your set you're like literally a puddle of sweat and you just have yeah. to talk to kids and like hey yeah. man people are any money so yeah yeah, um, yeah. but but that's that's what that's what got us to the next show because like those mm -hmm. especially like you know bill at the siu parties um mm -hmm. you know we would actually like between like you know them helping us out you know with the with the gig and, and like helping us out like sell like cds and t-shirts man mm -hmm. like we could actually walk out of there with like three three four hundred bucks which wow. would would help us propel us to, you know, put gas in the truck to like yeah, yeah, go yeah. to Evansville or, you know what I mean? It's East Coast or whatever. A fun little bar yeah. that has fun things there. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was, I was telling okay. Tony a cheap, great, cheap merch idea that I was told by a producer friend of mine, flyers, mm. actually not flyers, uh, posters, posters. Mm. Posters are yeah, great. Yeah. They're really cheap to make and people love to leave with something, right? Yeah, so, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Great merch ideas. And yeah. my friends, so we're working on stickers and pins and yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, but that, that's how it was like back in the day, no? Like, I mean, they had like, you know, you had like your little setup with like with the shirts and like yeah. you know, you had like the, the posters. And it was like, I remember when I was a kid, like, you know, I'd be like, oh man, like that's cool, you know, like I want to get like a little thing, you know what I mean? Like already. Um, yeah, nowadays, I don't know if that even works. I, yeah, who knows? 
That's yeah. a good question. I don't know. I'm not really <laughs> part of the young person scene of music. It's like NFTs. You got to sell some NFTs. <laughs> NFTs. Right? We have some NFTs <laughs> available. <laughs> Your purchase right here. We sell some, we yeah. sell some Coinbase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scan this QR code and you're going to buy it. <laughs> you Same your price. Coins. Yeah. So do you have any of the shirts left? Did you, because I remember the first band that I made shirts with, I kept two. Just I gave one to my mother, one to my father, kept two for myself. And uh, do you guys still have those? Do you, did you I, still have them? I still have mine. Yeah, I lost, I lost my hoodie. Um, I do have a shirt. Um, it's behind me. Oh, wow. Up the way, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't have my hoodie, which I'm actually pissed about because <laughs> I really love that hoodie. So, and then we have like uh, a limited, yeah, there's only, we only pressed like what, four or five hoodies of oh. uh, kind of like the Japanese side logo mm -hmm. it's not like a rebranding it's just kind of like you know mm -hmm. we just kind of made some hoodies and stuff so uh in the near future i think you know david and i will sit down once we release um we'll think about what merchandise we want to put out there um yep. for people to to acquire all right so my next thing i wanted to ask you guys about is obviously you're doing this remotely i mean you guys of course have been friends and band members for a long time now but mm -hmm. david you're in chicago pablo you're here in japan so, Papa, what led you to here being here in Japan? What was the what was the path here for you? Oh wow, it's a crazy kind of a story. Uh, basically, my wife, um, it, you know, I visited and um, I just didn't want to go back to Chicago, and it, and like I was very torn, man, because mm -hmm. obviously I have David there. Yeah. I have my family, I have all my other friends and it was comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, man. Like I just, just like it's something inside of me that's like, I just got to make this move and mm -hmm. it sucked, man. Like, like just leading up to tell David, because at that point, like, so, so like Spism hasn't been like hundred percent active, you know, throughout all these years, you know, we like maybe do like a show once a year and like mm -hmm. take two, three years off of really depends. He was in other projects, whatever. Um, so what was really messed up is that we actually like right before I left, we actually started playing a lot. <laughs> like, we actually like, shows. yeah, like great shows. Like we were actually like doing it, like, you know, starting writing some new music and, you know, we were just doing it again, man. It was like super fun. So I was like, man, you know, I'm like, can I do this? You know, like, can I just walk away? And, and a lot of it, you know, obviously of course, because of my family and everything, but a lot of, it was a lot of weight on this, like playing with David, man, because like every Tuesday I knew that I could just go with it. either if we were writing on music or like playing mm -hmm. shows or not, like, I just knew every Tuesday I could get together with him, hang mm -hmm. out with him, play some music, mm -hmm. you know, and I just feel great, man. Like I, I needed that. It's kind of like that exercise, you know, like if you're into like lifting weights or like doing yeah, something like that, like it just felt good, man. And, um, it was hard. I, I mean, I thought about like, you know, having the conversation with him, but you yeah. know, I just, he was just like, yeah, man, go for it, man. Do what you got to do. That's great. And, um, and what led kind of to this, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I, I was doing stuff remotely, uh, with my buddies, my, my other friends from Chicago, they're like, mm -hmm. Hey man, you know, when you do some bass, you know, throw some bass on some stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about David, I'm like, man, why maybe Spism should be doing, you know, cause he's like sending me all these videos like, Hey, do I'm at the practice space. Check this out. I came up with this like cool beat or whatever. I'm like, mm -hmm. you should record that. I'm like, don't you have a computer? He's like, yeah, I got a computer. I got GarageBand and he found two microphones, um, got a sound card. So he mm -hmm. literally has just two microphones right. and GarageBand. And that's how we've been doing it that's great i mean it must be really difficult to be in two different places in the world and making music together i can't even imagine i'd like to respond to that i i, I it is difficult it has its challenges but because i think it'd be so great to be in the same room mixing together mm. and being on this i mean the time clock is the hardest thing it's always yeah. morning somewhere right it's a like, gosh right and like um i was gonna say um i would i would like to just back up just for a second because I, I think yeah. it's really noteworthy that mm -hmm. this this relationship that Pablo is entered in with and and his, his wife Chi, yeah. they also met through Spism at SIU. Oh yeah, that's true. Wow. That's a, like it spans like I don't know what is it like 17 years ago. 
something crazy like that. But they, she was there. She went. She went to these parties. She saw us uh, play. That's crazy. So like, you have this. You actually have this kind of weird, like not weird, but like you have this like stratum of like people who mm. met us early on. Mm. Um, that like Noah says this kind of punk rock kind of like drum and bass band, and then we've we've spanned into this new stuff, which you guys are hearing now before yeah. you die. Yeah. A little bit more synth driven, vocal. You know, it's, it's yeah. pretty different. It's not. It's not really. Uh, super crazy but it has some of the elements of that so you have like mm -hmm. these two different strata and we're finding this like really nice middle ground between these two sounds a lot yeah yeah, yeah yeah so that leads us perfectly to the next thing i wanted to talk about before you die so that's obviously <laughs> going to be you guys next release coming up pretty soon right so could you tell me a little bit about recording everything like just what's been going on with this new record for you yeah, so Pablo, we Pablo seen like in uh, 2018, we were really active when he was living here. He was kind of getting one foot in the door here, one foot in the door in Japan. Mm -hmm. He made some trips. Um, we, you can definitely feel him moving that direction. That was, which was really, really great, really amazing. And for him to have the courage to do it. And, um, and, and at the same time, like we, mm -hmm. we, we made this, this choice to like this song before you die. I actually, I actually wrote a long time ago. Okay. So um, it, it, it was kind of like, our, in 2007, eight, we, we were pushing this, this new song and we uh, kind of became part of our like live show, kind of sure. like, within our scene, like a little bit of a cult thing, like, uh -huh. hey, play before you die, because it's so different from other stuff. Um, we ended up, as, as Pablo was kind of moving towards moving to Japan, we kind of made up our mind that like, we really should do this justice. We had recorded it briefly in the studio, but it wasn't professional. Right. So we're like, let's record this song. Let's make it count. So I, I, I bumped the BPMs up to 192. Wow. Um, it was at a safe 175 before okay. I made it. and I went to the studio. It was just, and actually, actually that was one of the hardest things. Cause when Pablo just moved, I was that summer of 2019, I was recording in Chicago right. which is, uh, at earshot. And um, I, I really needed him there. That was the time where it was like, it was kind of tough because right. um, you're making something together. Mm. Um, he, we ended up sending files over there. He recorded bass at a studio, sent it yeah. back to us. Mm. And then we ended up, we ended up you know, pursuing this kind of like, I guess you call it EP, like the short release. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what happens with the pandemic. Somewhere along the way, Pablo, like we, it seemed like, like just shit exploded. Like Pablo mentioned, I was just, I started doing Instagram videos. I started getting to like, just doing these short video clips of me playing over top of like right. metal and death metal and playing drum and bass and like free jazz and stuff. And I, I ended up getting, playing quite a bit last year, mm -hmm. more than I ever have. Um, and then, like he said, like I got into my garage band and he gave mm -hmm. me the strength and courage to, like, dude, use what you have and like, just start recording some of these drum parts. So it's not just like a shitty recording. And I ended up like really getting into this, like writing more. So what we started as this kind of just a single that we were going to yeah. push this mm -hmm. old song. I ended up like, we recorded our second song, Lay Low, which is like another big one from that time. And then all this new stuff. So we have like a good like dozen songs that are being released uh, in the next several months. Yeah. Oh, really? Most wow. of which are in this release before you die. So. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, and what, and what you heard is actually, uh, what I sent you is actually a remix that will be, David is dropping this Friday? Two days. Yeah, so that's, Friday, that's a collaboration uh, with uh, Seth Darling uh, in blue. Okay. Um, and he really just snapped on this. I mean, he gets this business sound. He just went absolutely crazy uh, on the track. Um, so we're really excited about that really excited to be working with him really mm -hmm. excited about this release so 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 like we've been like monthly just kind of like releasing little remixes and stuff you know because okay. yeah. we'll be uh we'll be collaborating and, and one of the big things that i, I want to mention is that yeah um this this whole album uh you know so spism originally it's just drums and bass um right but this new album it's actually uh david playing keys and singing wow. so when we actually do the live shows he'll be playing drums and singing as well right in the past when we didn't have like computers and stuff he would do like the keys and try to sing only for like maybe a couple of songs but um, right, right, right. um yeah it's so, gonna be quite so the it's me quite the feet live yeah we're gonna have this pre-recorded music some mm -hmm. of which will be pre-recorded bass and drums mm -hmm. and, and and vocals too i might be like singing just songs yeah some backups and, right i might be playing drums in some songs it might be a mixture it's gonna be right. really, really cool so it's gonna be interesting yeah and like uh it's 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 really different man and I'm really excited for people to really hear this side of Spism yeah. that nobody has ever heard. 
Um, and of course, it's always going to be over some breakbeats for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so this leads perfectly to the next thing. You're you're going to be playing in Japan, right? Next year, mm. March. So what right. what are the plans? What's the what's the Japan tour plan for Spism? Yeah, at the moment, um, it's just it, it'll be his first trip here. Um, mm. So it, it's like pretty chill. Um, we'll, we'll be playing in Shibuya at Nob. Oh. Um, we playing uh, with uh, Daisuke, um, uh, he just uh, Galaxy 7 punk version. Um, I think my boy, my other boy from Chicago, uh, Termite, he might be joining us hopefully. Um, and I'm not sure uh, who else will be booked for that show. Um, I was also looking into um, getting maybe like the Friday prior. So that'd be a Saturday night, uh, March mm. uh, 12th, I believe. Uh, March 11th, uh, we wanted to do another show as well. Uh, I was looking at the Ruby Room. Um, oh, okay. Doing that with uh, Unclosed, uh, one of my favorite, one of great band here in Japan. I love what they do. It's kind of like cyberpunk metal okay. stuff. Really cool stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Probably uh, Galaxy 7 will, will join us as well. Um, I just haven't been able to uh, get the venue yet. Um, yeah. It's a little probably too early, you know, language barrier uh but yeah we'll we'll definitely try to do like two gigs um we'll also try to be i think like maybe that tuesday mm-hmm. of that week we will do the open mic for ruby room so it's kind of be like a little teaser That's you know, we'll like do like two tracks um that would that would probably be i would i would encourage people to come out to that because it's, it's super fun for the open mics and seeing a lot of great talent, but um, we're probably going to do that more of a like old school spism, very raw. Oh, we're not going to set up computers and tracks and shit. It's just going to be like just in your face, two tracks. Uh, and I'm really excited uh, for that. Um, and, and it's crazy because, you know, he's going to fly in on what, on a Saturday. So mm-hmm. we'll actually have to play for the first time in mm-hmm. uh, over, I don't know how many years. Two years. Um, learn this music presented less, less than Tuesday and then <laughs> wow. uh, all the technical difficulties of play, electronic yeah, music. Uh, sure. and yeah. then play two shows the week and then uh, you know he'll fly back to Chicago and we'll kind of look back and be like was that fun I'm sure it will be yeah <laughs> I understand if I'm, I'm arriving before the spring blossoms is that correct I'm sure yeah most yeah you are be. yeah you are yeah. that's April Okay. Yeah, don't 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 come now. There's a, actually a killer hornets. <laughs> yeah, you know it's fu- it's funny about those. It's it's funny about those oh, because like I saw that in the news, and then uh, when I'm at the park with my daughter, I, I see them all the time. They're just oh, flying right, right where next are you? to you. Sorry, Pablo, where are you living right now? I'm in uh, Meguro. Okay, yeah, I'm a newcomer to Japan, but we're in uh, Chiba. Chiba. Yeah. I actually. Chiba. Uh, my parents are scared. They're from the U.S. They're always asking about the killer hornets, and I said, "No, no, mom, dad, they're in, they're in the forests. They're, we're not in the forests. No, no, they're they're around. Yeah, yeah. I saw a dead. I saw yeah. a dead one on the ground. Yeah, they're huge. Thing. They're like this big. They're, they're here. They're here. It's true. I know. They're scary. There's, some, there's a lot of things that could kill you in Japan, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> them. I'm very used to I'm very okay. used to bugs now living yeah. around. <laughs> I was going to say, I throw in here, we're real excited. This In this release, this is kind of, there's a little bit of a teaser. We mm. actually, I've, I've produced our, our first few ballads. And I, and I mean, oh, yes. I ballad, they're, they're 120 BPM. Okay, so like kind of slow for us, but they, they tend to double time to 240. But these, mm. these, are, like, these are really super special. And, and we are making, um, we have two singles, Before You Die, right. which has a bunch of remixes, and then also Twin Speaks. Again, this is a ballad. Um, we are actually in the process of working with Chicago uh, videographer, producer, director um, named Edwin, who's gonna we're gonna be shooting a Japan Chicago video set for these wow. like music. Actually, our first music videos, like real deal. Mm. It's cool, uh, awesome. And that's also gonna be that's also gonna be directed remotely as well, too, in the same vein that how we're producing uh, this whole album as well. Uh, it's apropos, yeah. It's, so it's very interesting. interesting. Uh, we'll see. That's gonna be dropping pretty much close to the album, January seventh. Okay, so the album comes out January seventh, right? Yeah, correct. And what do you, do you have a name for it yet, or is it before you die? Ah, yeah. okay, all right. Single cool. and an album. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. So, so we'll we'll be uh, depending on you know uh, we may release another. What do you think, David? Like another 
teaser another single like we did yeah we this, might yeah we might do so like um i'm working very hard uh, like i said we're, we're also doing some other collaborations hoping um uh, my buddy uh bradley angle paradox um mm -hmm. from chicago he may uh do some rapping Ooh. um you know so so these 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 will also be included so if you buy the album you also get all these uh remixes included that's in that um and then and then actually he's got another ep ready to go right after that so yeah you can you can go to our band camp yeah it's true <laughs> like i said i've been i've been working hard um yeah. you can go to our band camp space it's spism we have a pre-release going that's actually going very well i mean this is we're trying to do something a little, little different here people are buying the album it's not even out yet so it's yeah. a good sign you know it's a modern way of doing things you got to have you got to give the consumer everything because people expect yeah. a lot you know we're, we're, we're like but we're like we're giving them we're not giving them songs yet right but we're giving them remixes of the track that will be the single right. and, the, right. and it's the funny things i'm getting people saying to me on instagram like well, what does the real song sound like you know like right. how we want to hear that song and like so it's right working, right it's making people right. want to hear what it's gonna it right. better be good right <laughs> yeah, <and> we really <laughs> we, we really uh you know kind of put it in the high gear right now because i mean you know social media i mean we didn't really do too much we didn't have like a huge presence um obviously david has always been like posting videos of him drumming uh mm -hmm. which is amazing check those out i mean he's yeah. fantastic mm -hmm. um so now like we, we're really trying to like reach out to people mm -hmm. and and just kind of you know get our fan base you know see like where we fit in this whole world of yeah yeah visions and stuff so like we have mm -hmm. everything set up um all the social medias were out there um so we're we're excited and especially like to be able to to like you know actually have some visuals to the stuff you know because i think like yeah. you know i i can't wait to actually like it, like people need to see like spism is a band that you actually need to see live you know I'm not, I'm not like downplaying the music especially right, right, his yeah. new album is great but like you just have to see you know yeah. his drumming his hands his speed you know me going crazy yeah. on bass man it, it's fun man it's a lot of fun man we always have a good time yeah I, i'm actually i'm also a drummer but david i saw your instagram videos and like it's incredible <laughs> how fast you can play that's not sped up man i know <laughs> i know it's like i, I sometimes can't. i speed up music that's really fast to get right. to this kind of place i like to you know this comfort zone wow and or for me to push it so i'll take like i'll take like a square pressure song which would be like 190 bpm I, you can on youtube you can you can amplify you i don't know if you guys have tried this you can change the settings oh yeah over fast i love that <laughs> it's like you're it's like a dj spoiling the record back you know and yeah I, yeah I, yeah it's so much fun so you can make it really fast of course it makes it sound sound higher pitch but it is so much fun to just like fuck with music and like i can put out music that was already fast or weird and like and just and it's completely different and i, yeah. I play drums yeah. over top of it that's really cool i mean yeah I, it's funny you mentioned that because actually we were, we're working like as kind of like teachers here right now. And we, we play a lot of songs with the kids a lot. And I don't know. I mean, you guys both have little kids. I'm sure, you know, Baby Shark. That like yeah. that oh, really, yeah, man. really annoying grading song. They love it. It's okay. So I, I don't know when I decided to start doing this, but I speed it up all the way. Like two <laughs> times speed. And then... Yep back down to point 25 and they're like what's going on yeah <laughs> nah, it's a cool feature i love listening to a lot of like uh podcasts and audiobooks on spotify you speed it up and get to listen to it quicker yeah it's a, yeah. Great, it's a great it's a great feature it's cool yeah <laughs> well that's yeah i'm i'm excited we're both excited to to definitely hear the you know the remixes in the, the new album I mean, yeah. I think I'll be at your show, God willing. Hopefully yeah, things yeah, yeah. don't uh, go to hell in a handbasket. I, I, I think I think it's gonna be okay. I think it's I think gonna so. be okay. I, I don't yeah. know if it's gonna be like the same intensity like with the crowds, like you know. I, I, have you guys ever been to Nob in Shibuya or um kind of like a guy gym? Oh, okay. Okay. Um yeah, just it's just a good time. You know how it gets it gets crazy out oh, here. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's gonna be like the crowds are gonna be mm. going nuts like that, but we'll see. Um, we were just in Shibuya at a venue called Gigi. Yeah, we just went to a place uh, this past week uh, for um, Matthew and my friend, uh, this really, really talented group of musicians. Uh, mm. It was a jam out. Was, um, yeah, it was oh, a jam nice. out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was pretty packed. I mean, there wasn't like a 
whole lot of people, but yeah. more than I thought. But we 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 left wanting there to be a little bit more, like like you said, just more like you know, there was like one yeah. heavy part in their song, and Matthew started like kind of like yeah. start <laughs> open up this pit kind of thing. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, I yeah. know. I read the room. No one's doing it. Spism, spism, spism a lot of that with us, the boom booms, man. Yeah, yeah. spism I, is I, definitely I, a band that that loves to play on the floor. So like, knob yeah. doesn't have a, a stage or anything. It's on the floor, man. Oh wow, okay. I, I can i can touch you while i'm playing um and that's what we love man I, we, I we really have reached out and touched many of the fans and i mean that with like our instruments yes. there's a lot of good stories of that maybe another time physically impact <laughs> like impact <laughs> and a lot of blood there's usually a lot of blood oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. you don't believe was it really a show honestly right <laughs> see that's, 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 that's drummer here so. yeah <laughs> yeah all right, so let's. I want to do like a kind of like a rapid fire round. Can I have like four or five questions here? And the first answer Uh-oh. comes to your brain. Just say it. it, it cool. They're pretty simple things. All right, so we'll start. David, favorite band or musician all time? Square Pusher. Square Pusher. I've, I don't think I do. You know, have you ever heard Square Pusher? I've never heard that. Like, can you describe what their music is? It's a bass player from London. Mm. very good and uh, like a fusion jazz bass player and he uh-huh. his, he invents his own pedals and he makes electronic music this is very quick all right very, I'll, very I'll try to remember that because i love to listen to weird music and kind of like unique stuff all the time so that's it yeah i'll definitely got the video terminal slam i think it's actually filmed in tokyo like right ah, for the, all right uh, yeah. Times cool. yeah, yeah. Shibuya, yeah. yeah okay yeah. cool yeah. very cool all right pablo same question favorite musician band of all time I'd probably say Square Pusher, but play um, <laughs> <laughs> Square Pusher a lot. I'm gonna, change, trend here. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna change it up. Um, I would say we could do it. I think uh, Change Addiction. I have a oh a okay, that's legit. Yep. Soft, warm spot for that. I can't tell you how many shows we've played. Like the warm up, you know, do 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 do. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> mountain song. That's a great song. Yeah. That or Fugazi, right? That or Fugazi. <laughs> oh, I love Fugazi. Okay, Fugazi nice. We played with that drummer, remember? Yeah. The drummer from Fugazi. Shark Quest. <laughs> really? Wow, that's incredible. In Baltimore. In Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, they are from the DC area, right? Kind of. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Another band of his, and we we would we mm. toured to Baltimore. Right. A long time ago, but yeah, it was a good. That was a good. Yeah, it was so embarrassing because I was warming up with like waiting room, and then like David. I'm sorry, David's nickname is Spiz. So Spiz is like behind. He's like, "Hey, dude, dude, stop playing." I'm like, "Why, man?" I'm like, I'm "Just this my. I love playing this little riff." He's like, "No, dude, that's the drummer from Fugazi, dude." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Recorded that song. Oh my god! <laughs> so embarrassing. So embarrassing. <laughs> I felt so stupid. I totally felt so stupid. I'm sure he was flattered, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't You're playing a song in front of him. You never know. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. Yeah. Favorite movie of all time? Ooh. You want to start or should I? You go first. I got oh man. I mean, I got I've got two. One is Dead Man. That's with Johnny Depp. That's a black and white movie. And okay. I love Fight Club. Those two Fight movies. Club, yeah. yeah, I that, something movie. about that. Yeah, it just got me. Yeah. Oh God, man! <laughs> Come on, so... give them an anime or something cool like that. Come on, no, the there's so many. There's so many. I have to like think about. Ah, oh, shit. The first that comes to mind. <laughs> you just kind of kill me with that one. I know. It's um, hard. <laughs> Tough. Question. Oh man, there's just too many. I can't like. Um... <laughs> I just watched Fight Club. So oh, okay. There you go. Like literally, like I watched it last night. Really? But, that yeah. was your first time watching Fight Club last night. Oh no, I watched. Dude, I, watched oh, it. I was gonna <laughs> say. No. He says square pusher. <laughs> yeah, as you can see, we have some some common links. So. That's no. good. Oh, how about how about this? How about this? I I, I enjoyed a uh, Melancholia. There's there's something. Else oh, there. Melancholia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. sad movie. Super sad. Uh, I mean, the name Melancholia sounds pretty sad to me. So yeah, I don't Kristen, know. Kristen there's too many. There's too many. I really have to think about it. Yeah, that's a tough question. All right, next one. Favorite food. Favorite food. Food. Tacos. Tacos. Nice. It's a solid one right there. Honestly, it's either sushi or lasagna. 
Ah, that's pretty interesting. Those are two very different things. Yes, but I think I, I think that. that we're gonna have some amazing sushi in Japan. I imagine. Yeah, that's part yeah, of the will. menu for sure. Be prepared. Be prepared, though. If you get that like real high end sushi, you're gonna be paying a lot of money. It's yeah. crazy how expensive it is. Yeah, yeah. I he know where to it. take them. His girlfriend's always begging him. His girlfriend's always saying to him, "Oh, Matthew, bring me to the expensive sushi." No, but still, though, it's cheaper. Like in Los Angeles, you'll get some sushi, and in Japan, it's cheaper and fresher. It is yeah. honestly yeah. higher quality for way. I mean, Pablo, it's so it's so much cheaper. It's man. a rip. Really? It's a it's a rip. It's a rip off in LA. It's stupid. yeah, dude, oh, it's so much cheaper, dude. Super hypey. Yeah. <laughs> you could go to you could go to the fast food chain and like get some oh, yeah. cheap. Chutoro that they would charge you like $25 for two pieces uh, in Chicago for like two yeah. bucks. Like in the yeah. US, the conveyor yeah. belt is like a luxury in Japan. It's just not yeah. right. Seriously. <laughs> it is really fun to do that. I did that like not long ago. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. David, you'll have a lot of fun when you visit. Oh, yeah. For sure. sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of spoiled. My wife is from uh, Toyama, Asahi. Oh. Uh, yeah, sashimi out there is just ridiculous. Fishing village, right? What's that? Fishing village? It's not a village. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It yeah. wouldn't offend anyone. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just busting your balls. No, but it it is, um, yeah, small, small little town, um, and the fish. I mean, it's just just outrageous. Like sometimes I just feel like I'm like just like a sashimi snob. I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not acceptable. He used to be a tequila snob. Not tequila snob. Now he's a sushi snob. No, I haven't drank. Yeah. yeah, I haven't drank tequila in like years. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. Next question. All right. This one is probably going to be a little difficult. Biggest pet peeve. I don't like watching people eat. Uh, I get that. Yeah. I just don't like it. I don't like the sounds. I don't. Want, I don't like people watching me eat either. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like I don't mind I, I don't mind having like dinners with family and stuff. Sure, sure, sure. But if if, if, if like if, if I'm eating and somebody's just watching me and they're not eating with me, yeah, kind of weird. There you go. Mine's kind of lame. I, I like I just I just I just want people to use turn signals, man. That's all. Ah, yeah, that's <laughs> very true. <laughs> use the turn signal. I drive signal. a lot. Come on, just like tell me where you go. You have to drive here in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. side of the street do they drive? <laughs> It's the opposite side. Yeah, opposite that's what I'm side. saying. Fuck that, dude. People are so nice, man. They're so nice. They let you in and stuff. Nah, I say 90, 99% of the time, yeah. It's like so courteous. <laughs> All right, last one. This is going to be pretty difficult because I know you guys have probably been to a lot of shows, but you're, to this day, the best show that you ever have ever been to. Which band? That's oh, not our us show. playing? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, like excluding yourself, because obviously all musicians want to say my band, but other sure. people. <laughs> so many, gosh. Oh, yeah, um, gosh man. Dude, my uncle, God rest his soul, he owned a venue in Chicago, so I've seen so many bands. It's tough, I know. Like the That's Aragon, one of the shows there yeah. or something? Yeah, I mean, I've seen so many. Jesus Christ! One time um, I was at the Aragon when Pablo was working bar, and like this band called Brujeria. Oh, like you're, gonna, you're gonna you're gonna love oh this! Oh my god, uh, my 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 step my stepdad's brother's wife is the brother. No, is the sister of the lead singer John. I've had dinner with him. John Brujo? Like, oh. Yeah, I know him. I know him. <laughs> at, existence. at our Thanksgiving dinner, he always requested beans. <laughs> normal so mysterious well this th that's crazy man um yeah, it's, it's like a mixture of like faith no more fear factory yeah no and john um, brujo whoever that is yeah and and, yeah. and like so i'm standing there i'm like i love brujeria but it's like you know your big song is montando Gueros, like kill white people right is so, there, yeah my but, uncle my the, uncle was the immigrant the immigration officer there's a guy named peach peach uh, maybe yeah <laughs> he has, no, he has <laughs> a long he has a long beard he has he came to the dinner too peach that was crazy wow you're messing the crazy like, my mind's blowing up here um it's so weird so they're, they're very this so i'm okay so i'm, I'm like as wet as it gets right so i'm, I'm i walk into the show I'm like a spiky hair i'm like whatever the yeah. show was ending i think they ended i remember i remember this i remember there's this. a mob of just like non-white people hanging out by they're the all mexicans leaving. bro yeah, they're all Mexican. Yeah, they're all Mexican. They didn't have pitchforks or anything crazy like that, but like they, they might as well have. Because I was like, Pablo's like, you might want to come a little closer to the bar, man. And they're all like, yeah. <laughs> like, 
Like leaving the bar. I was like, I so my my uncle my uncle played the immigration officer in the video. He got death threat death what? threats on the comments. They want to kill him. And wow. LA and LA, they're Pete Wilson. Pete Wilson. Yeah, I know. People, yeah, people pulled out the seats in the show. They're banned. They cannot play in LA because wow. the fans went so crazy. Holy shit! That's badass. Super hype. <laughs> that wasn't my favorite show, but it was one of my more memorable ones that uh, I never forget. So out of fear, actually, out of you know. Um, but John, John Brujo, normal guy, man, he eats beans, hangs out, very mild, mild guy. I've eaten dinner with him the entire Most of these, like, famous people are, though. You know, they're, they're just normal people, man. I asked him, yeah. like, oh, my God, like, tell me about recording. He's like, I don't know anything. Like, we just go to the studio, <laughs> you know, just chill guy. Like, I'm like, you're a signed band. Like, you go on tour. He's like, yeah, man, it's whatever. Like, it's whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> Amazing, Pablo. What was your favorite show? Um, for me, um, I would say. I mean, there's so many like amazing shows, but oh, yeah. I, I would say like uh, the most recent one. Uh, I, I would say like uh, Ronnie Size. Mm. Uh, the wife hooked up some Ronnie Size to Hey, dude, I I had I had like a fever, man. Like probably like a hundred. Like I almost didn't went, and then I'm there and Ronnie size is like pouring vodka down my throat. I mean, it was just such a, like an wow. amazing show. Like he literally like walked away from the decks and was hanging out with all of us, like in the crowd. It, it was so beautiful. I think that was just so epic here in Japan. Um, and I'll just slide in here. Like for Spism, um, definitely uh, Baltimore playing Baltimore. Mm, Best show. Yeah. Best show ever. Loudest show as well. That was so loud. Best show. Best show by far. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that. Um, nice. All right. So we're coming up on talking for almost an hour here. So I'm going to let you guys go. Uh-oh. But first, can you tell everybody where they can find your music, your Instagram, your social media? Just plug all that. Sure. Yeah. Well, first, a good spot to go right now is well, facebook.com slash spism, S-B-I-Z-M. Uh, we are at spism underscore, underscore, underscore. Uh, on, on, that's our handle. Uh, as well, it's at Spism One at uh, Twitter. Um, we're every dude, we're everywhere. I mean, we're on freaking Rumble. We're on freaking TikTok. I mean, you yeah. name it. Like I've, I've I've just opened up this the world of that. I've, I've jumped into that world. Um, <laughs> and um, well, so we can uh, Bandcamp is a good place to just hear the music, the new stuff. We have mm. it. That's like that's just where you can just like check it out as it's releasing before it really pops on Spotify and stuff. Yeah, because new Spotify things will be channel. coming out for sure. Yeah. Yeah, this Friday they can they can you'll be able to hear it globally. Amazon Music, iTunes Music, uh, Apple Music, right? And then Spotify. We have a channel there. Um, we have like canvases for our, our videos on the app. I mean, we're like really trying to push it up to the next level. Um, what else can we say? I think you've said yeah. pretty much all the social media. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think for, for me, like what I just want to add um, yeah. is I just want to think like everybody that has helped us like thus far, man. There's a lot of people like helping mm-hmm. us like doing stuff like pro bono you know again roger seth in blue you know brad paradox you know jared i mean just you know our families like everybody that's like really helping us um to just make this happen um we're really excited we're really excited um and you know um it's scary you know because we're putting this out there and it's you know you kind of be a little bit more vulnerable um david wrote you know, since I'm here and he's there, he composed pretty much like 100% of the stuff. Um, I'll just be doing most of the, you know, mixing and producing end of it and, and you know, adding my bass, you know, to what he has created. Um, <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, man, um, I'm, I'm really, it, it's terrifying, but I'm like really excited to yeah. put this out you know the best that we can you know like this is just like we're doing it homegrown man yeah and um it's a lot of work i mean a lot of, you know it, it's good stuff it. it's good stuff honestly you know i listened to the remix i listened to the originals of you know i listened to pretty much no, all that you have you haven't heard i don't think you've heard the original oh really original. no yeah Maybe spotify With, yeah no, nothing. the one that's on spotify that's not the original right mm-hmm. it's all remixes huh? well there's there's a version of before you died that we recorded back in 2007 so oh yeah, the original yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's much about lower. That. But that's yeah, a good starting yeah. point. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. If people want to hear the old school stuff, movements one, movements two, on okay. Spotify. 
Okay. Yeah, or or also like keep an eye on. Uh, I would say like Instagram is probably the best place yeah. to kind of get sneak peek, uh, sneak peeks of things uh, because we're posting like 15 second like videos like mm -hmm. you know where I'm like mixing tracks or whatever right. you know like yeah. new song ideas you know because like we're still like you know up to like I think like maybe a week or two we were mm -hmm. still in the writing process yeah. of this this album so yeah wow. crazy well we're, we're real excited to listen to it and uh, everything that's coming up and I really want to thank you guys for it was a lot of fun talking to you guys oh, thank you so much man thank you thank for you having for us doing this. Yeah. no no yeah, no the pleasure is all ours honestly you know we're just happy to have you know fun musicians to talk to honestly so yeah definitely keep us in the loop of what's going on and uh, yeah we will hopefully talk again at some point soon maybe even meet up in person in March when you guys are here no, it's Sounds gonna great. happen, bro. It's gonna happen. Wait, it's quite a good show. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys so much for talking today. And uh yeah, David, I hope you have a good day. And uh Pablo, have a good night, okay? I need to sleep. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. All right. Bye, bye bye. Bye bye. The Gossip to Tokyo Podcast.